I killed him. Who'd you kill, sweetie? Who'd you kill? Instinct, purity, and the drive of the physical body to release powerful and emotional forces like rage with ensuing chaos and destruction. Excerpt from the subconscious psychosis of dreams. Alright, what is going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And I'm Johnny. And I'm Randy. And uh, yet again, we got him back. He's like a turd that won't flush, right? <laughs> we got the one and only Senor Reyes. Hola. What? No. Do it again. See. Si. Thank you. There we go. And we are happy to be back with you guys and gals on this week's episode. It is officially spooky uh, season. It's time for spooky dookies. Yes. It is my favorite time of the year. From this point on, for the next, what is it, 28 days? Yeah. Every time you go doo-doo, it's a spooky dookie. Spooky dookie. Okay. Don't you, hate that? you hate that, don't you? Spooky. Yeah. And this is the fourth season we've done in October that Randy has said that every October. It's got to be a spooky dookie, man. It's a tradition at this point. Yeah, exactly. it is, really. But that being said, you know that we're always excited to come at you with new content, and we want to thank all of our followers. We're getting more responses on Spotify now. We've actually got... Uh, more followers on Spotify than anything as of right now, so Good. that's awesome. Everybody following me. Uh, we've done our uh, first horror pack giveaway, so that's awesome. So things are happening. Uh, and with that being said, <clears throat> this month is October. Everybody knows my favorite series is the Halloween series. We never forget because you won't let us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this episode, we <coughs> are finally... Reviewing the sequel to Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween. We're reviewing Halloween 2. And we're finally going to see if it is as bad as everybody makes it sound. Is it a little bit better than what we thought? My brother and me went and saw it when it came out opening weekend in 2009. Randy has never seen it. I mean, I have. Just now. Just now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Randy... uh like we said on the last podcast, just a few weeks ago, I had met his favorite Michael Myers, Tyler Maine. I did. And we even talked to Tyler Maine about this film. And uh, we'll go on into that. So remind me at the end of the podcast to talk about what Tyler Maine said. But uh, super cool guy. Plays a great Michael Myers. But anyway, that being said, 
getting a fresh perspective because <clears throat> Rob Zombie's Halloween, that is your favorite Halloween film, right? Out of all the Halloweens that I've seen, yeah. It's it's probably my favorite. It, Even better than the original? I mean, no, don't. No, it's mean, more action-packed, so I like it more. I got you. You know, he I mean, we. the modern takes. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what we've, we've talked about before. Johnny's got an affinity for the older movies, mm-hmm. and I like the newer ones. Exactly. And for me, it's got more action in it, so it keeps you into the movie a whole lot. And I can tell you right now, I think that's one thing that makes our podcast unique. Yeah. Because I feel like if me and you were on the same page every time, it would just be two dudes just randomly bashing a movie or just talking about a movie. At least we got different perspectives. Right. But uh, that being said, uh, <clears throat> you guys got anything y'all want to bring up before we actually get into the podcast? Because if not, I'm going to start with the summary. I, I, I will say this. I don't think I'm going to be beaten on Senor Reyes the way I thought I would. Okay. <laughs> i put it that way. It was, was it cool to you to see <coughs> Tyler Maine back in the Michael Myers outfit it again? Was. Yeah, it was. It so. really was. And, and you actually got to see Tyler Maine. Yeah. It wasn't just a mask. And a lot of people didn't like that, but hey, boo them. Hey, boo them. <laughs> boo them people. <laughs> All right. Well, Randy, what you want? Hit us up with that summary. Man, I got your summary. What you talking about? Hold up. <laughs> ah, tip of the tongue and the teeth, the lips. Michael Myers is still at large and no less dangerous than ever. After a failed reunion to reach his baby sister at their old home, Lori Strode is immediately taken to a hospital to be treated by the wounds that had been inflicted by her brother a few hours ago. However, Michael isn't too far off and will continue his murdering Halloween rampage until he gets his sister all to himself. That's a pretty good summary. That really is. The I, other one wasn't as long. That's what she said. I knew it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I knew it. You're fired. <laughs> so the cast, we've got Tyler Maine as Michael Myers. The one uh, and only yes. Tyler Maine as Michael Scout Myers. Taylor Compton as Laurie Strode, which she's a phenomenal actress. Daniel Harris is back as Annie Brackett. Uh, Malcolm McDowell is Samuel Loomis. Uh, we actually have a new, younger Michael in this one, uh, Chase Vanek. I believe that's how you would say his name. That's what it looks like. Younger Michael Myers. Jeff Daniel Phillips is Howard, and he also plays another guy. I can't think of his name. Uh, the very and underrated actor. He is an amazing actor. One of my favorites, Brad Dwarf. Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brad Dwarf is his real name, isn't it? Anyway, is Sheriff Brackett. <laughs> Uh, Weird Al is Weird Al. <laughs> Dayton Callie. Somebody has never watched this like, Weird Al. <laughs> Dayton, yeah. Dayton Callie plays Coroner Hooks, which you guys might know as uh, Sheriff Unser from Sons of Anarchy. And Sherry Moon Zombie is back as Deborah <clears throat> Myers. And you got Richard Brake as Gary Scott, who played the other coroner guy. Yep. And that looks about pretty much it, don't it? Uh, as far as I can tell. Unless you want to name the girls, her friends that was on there, but... No, I'm good. I mean, hey, uh, Mark Boone Jr. did make an appearance. Yeah. Which is another Sons of Anarchy actor. So, with that being said, uh, Halloween 2 come out in 2009. It is rated R. It's one hour and 41 minutes. It's uh, categorized as horror slash thriller. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 23%. IMDb gave it a 4.8 out of 10. Uh, Directed by Rob Zombie. Uh, the budget was fifteen million. The box office it made thirty nine point four million. So, which is crazy when you think about some of the other movies that we did, mm-hmm. and that little piece of information seems like nothing. Yeah, because what was the what was the, it was a movie that we just did that it was like nine million dollar budget and they made like a hundred and something. I think it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Was it? I, I think I'm ever wrong. It may have been. Uh, it says seventy three percent of Google users like this movie. I'm going to give it a like on Chris's phone so it says, yes, <laughs> do it. I did. <laughs> but anyway. He's going to go back and change it. All right. Hey, so, take that thumbs up down. Anyway, uh, so we'll go ahead and get in with the plot. So, all right, here we go. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Yeah. After I read all this, then y'all going to do all the talking. Tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. <laughs> so, during his time in Smith's Grove Sanitarium, a young Michael Myers is visited by his mother, Deborah, who gives him a white horse statue as a gift. Never did that in the first one. Fifteen years later, Laurie Strode is wandering around in shock after 
having shot an older Michael. Sheriff Brackett finds Lori and takes her to the hospital. Meanwhile, the paramedics pick up Annie Brackett and Michael's uh, body. Uh, also, they pick up Dr. Loomis, who has survived after being attacked by Michael. And it says, and they also take him to the hospital. Michael's body is taken to another ambulance where the driver has a traffic accident. Michael awakens and escapes, killing a paramedic injured in the accident. One year later, Lori is now uh, living with the Brackets. Michael has been missing and is presumed dead while Lori deals with her trauma. Dr. Loomis has chosen to turn uh, the event into the opportunity to write another book. Elsewhere, Michael, who is still alive and living as a drifter, has been having visions of his mother's ghost and a younger version of himself who instructs him to reunite with Lori. Michael arrives at a farm and kills the owner before he sets off for Haddonfield. As Michael travels to Haddonfield, Lori begins having hallucinations that mirrored Michael's past. Her hallucinations also begin to include her acting out Michael's murders. Meanwhile, Loomis gets on tour to promote his new book, only to be criticized by the public, who blame him for Michael's actions and for exploiting the deaths of Michael's victims. When Loomis, uh, Loomis's book is released, Lori discovers that she is really Angel Myers, Michael's long-lost sister. She goes to a Halloween party with her co-workers, Maya and Harley, to escape how she is feeling. Michael appears at the party and kills Harley, then goes to the Brackett house and fatally wounds Annie. When Lori and Maya return to the house and find Annie, who dies in Lori's arms, Michael kills Maya and then comes after Lori, who manages to escape. Sheriff Brackett arrives home to find his daughter dead. Lori flags down a car, but Michael kills the driver and flips the car over with Lori still inside. Michael then takes the unconscious Lori to an abandoned shed. Lori awakens to her hallucinations with Deborah, seen by both her and Michael, who ask her to call her mommy. The police discover Michael's location and surrounds the shed. Loomis arrives and goes inside to try to reason with Michael, but when he tries to uh, rescue Lori from her hallucinations. Michael grabs Loomis and stabs him to death before being shot through the cabin window by Brackett and impaled on a rake. Oh, I'm not sorry. Rack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that said rake. That's what it says, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, see, it does, see? But that sounded corny, a rake. But it literally, like he stepped on it and it pulled That's literally up. what it says. Sorry, anyway... <laughs> Apparently released from her visions, Lori walks over to Michael and stabs him to death with his own knife. The shed door opens and Lori walks out wearing Michael's mask. Later, Lori sits in isolation in a psychiatric ward, uh, grinning as Deborah's ghost approaches with the white horse. The end. So that was actually the theatrical version that I just read. You know what they did too? I watched a couple of reviews where... For some reason, the theatrical version mm-hmm. is a year later. The unrated is two years later. Yeah. That's I don't what, know why, but... That's what I was going to say when I was reading that, and it said mm-hmm. a year later. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, mm. But, anyway, that being said... You okay, Randy? <laughs> I got the hiccups. <laughs> so, uh... This movie made you sick, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well... You know, normally, like I said, now after we've read the plot, we actually start getting into more of the, I guess, actual, I guess you could say the stuff we enjoyed in the movie and stuff, and I've got to say one thing is, I really like the lighting in the movie, like, the effects and the lighting, especially like when Michael's chasing Lori through the woods and all that stuff, but you can tell that this is completely different than his 2007 remake, like, completely different. Um, I don't know if, I know I was watching an interview with Rob where he had made the comment that working on the first one was absolute nightmare. He, it was horrible. Like they, they would tell him how bad the editing was on it and all this stuff. But then once it started making money, then they were like, oh yeah, the editing's great now. And I'm, like, I'm not going to, ha- I don't really hate my, uh, his first one. We've done a review yeah. on that one. I've, we've always said it. The first 15 minutes is the part that I really don't care for. Yeah. It's the worst part of the movie. Didn't uh, he had no intention of coming back to make this one, right? No, he had a contract. Now I just watched this last night. It was a YouTube video with him uh, in an interview. He had a contract to do three. I remember hearing and that too. He didn't want to do any more because he had such a bad experience on the first one. 
Well, they were trying to get people, uh, different directors to come in and do the second one. And he finally made a deal where if I can do the second one, I went out of, I, I went out of my contract. So that's why I guess he killed Michael in this one. Yeah. But like I said, a uh, whole different, whole different outlook <clears throat> on Halloween. Uh, the one thing that always stuck out in this film is none of the original score. It didn't feel like a Halloween movie as far as the music. Yeah. I like the music. No, don't get me wrong. I like the score. I uh, I really did. I thought I bought the soundtrack to it, you know, and I'm not talking about like the actual songs. I'm talking the score. I love the the chase music and all that, but it was just weird not hearing any of the classic Michael Halloween theme. Yeah. I mean, did that stick out to you? Did you notice it or not? I, there was a couple of times where there would be music playing and I would think I was like, Man, I ain't heard the, the class you know, the piano. Yeah. And then then I would listen and I was like, Wait a minute, was that it? Because there was some times where I thought I heard it, but I don't think it was in there at all. Yeah. It's like he came into this one like, I'm not going to do the original two. <clears throat> I'm going to turn everything on its head. Yeah. I don't want the music. I don't want this. I don't want that. And it's like, mm. <laughs> That's like uh, when me and you went and saw it in theaters. Mm. I love the hospital scene. Yeah, that and was cool. that's what I was fixing to tell you, too. Uh, when you were asking me about all the bodies in the pit. Mm-hmm. One, that was on the unrated version. We watched the unrated version tonight, but then we showed Randy the difference in the uh, Ending. the endings. But yes, that was not in the theatrical version. Plus, when you were like, where'd the bodies come from? I couldn't go. Well, it was a dream. So I just kept my mouth shut. Yeah. Till, but anyway. but <laughs> Yeah, I killed the whole hospital and put everybody in a pit. But when me and you went to the theaters back in 2009 and watched this, the hospital scene, I was like, dude, I was like, he, it's it's getting back on track. Like, yeah. I really thought, yeah. I thought he was going to pay homage to the second one. Because the second, original 1981 Halloween, is all in a hospital. And I'm glad that he did pay homage with it, but I thought it was going to be more like that. It and, was almost like he went, hey, here's the hospital <clears throat> scene. Psych! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah he honestly. pulled the rug out from under you. That's why a lot of people, like, get pissed off. You know, after but see, that, but like, at, what? But at the same time, I'm like, I like that he did that because it kept it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Like, we all know Rob Zombie is who Rob Zombie is. He's got his own opinions and he lets them in there. But you can't deny that that some of the ideas that he has with these movie remakes, they they have a way of making you feel at home, but then taking you in a completely different direction. That's like the outside of your house is the same until you walk in and you got a completely different living room. Well, I've said it on a couple of the episodes <clears throat> we did for Rob Zombie's movies. And I like Rob. I do. Big fan of his music and stuff. I've seen him plenty of times in concerts. I mean, I, I, I like him. But I think he's a terrible writer, but he's a good director. And I wish that he would let people write his movies yeah. and him direct them. And quit casting Sherry Moon as the person that's on the... TV the whole time. You might as well forget that. Yeah, that ain't... Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even a Sherry Moon hater, but there's situations where, like this, he pretty much, to me, when I first saw this, when me and Chris first saw it, I was like, rip off of Jason. Mm-hmm. Kill for mommy. That's Kill for mommy, Jason. Yeah. That's I, exactly... I well, see, and, and I kind of... I told you this while we were watching it. I, it was a cool idea to show her and the horse, especially since they played off the whole white horse thing, it was cool to show her and the horse with Michael. Little Michael? No, Big Michael. Okay, yeah. To have him, like, he see this is what he's seeing, so this is what drives him. When they started showing her Michael nowhere around, I was like, come on. You talking you, about, like, when uh, the Annie house? Yeah. When they were in the like, house? why? Like, what was the point? Other than to get Sherry Moon on the screen. Well, my thing was, is Deborah uh, in the first one, was just a... <sighs> I'm trying to think how you say it. She was a mom in a abusive relationship. She loved her son, all that. And She's just trying she, to make ends meet. Yeah, she took her life in the first one. Why would you just totally flip that and now she's a, a ghost walker? You know, you see what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. I don't get that. Almost like she was into like some dark art stuff that yeah. you didn't know about or something. Okay, the beginning of it, when he when uh, it shows Deborah talking to little Michael. I'm cool if you wanted to stick her in for some flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. But, like, literally for him to sit there and you know he was like, how can I figure this out? How can, <laughs> I, how can I get it to where I can get Sherry on the screen for the majority of the movie? That movie, was, or that part, was written just to get her in there. Oh, yeah. It, uh, it was like, we got to figure out a way to open the door and then just let her take over. Yeah. 
I don't think it's one of those, like, I've not heard a convincing argument yet. I've watched reviews and stuff. Like, that's why that part was made. Because yeah. he killed her in the first one, obviously. And it's just like. I agree oh, with you guys it. 100%. It was so much like Friday the 13th, it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. Like, kill for mommy. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, Do you remember, like, when we walked out of the theater? We always, one of us would be like, what'd you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember what I said? What the hell did we just watch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like I said, the first one was so good. I was hyped for this one. Like, we went into it. Like, all right, cool. But then I remember seeing, like, one of the trailers where the scene where it's like uh, Lori's on the table and it almost looks like a music video. That's the first time I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is this? That better be like a dream sequence or something. And it's like little creatures with pumpkin heads and stuff. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. And, and Randy was... Was I right? I told you, I was like, you're going to see a lot of Rob Zombie influence oh, yeah. in this movie. Like, <clears throat> it's, there was there was a scene where she was having her seizure. Mm-hmm. When she was going through, and he had all the flashing lights. I'm like, well, there's living dead girl right there. Because that's what it reminded me of. But he had to put his own two cents in it, and he had to show her picture with the upside-down cross carved on her forehead. I'm like, oh, yeah. what did that, what was that other than you saying, hey, this is, this is what I feel. Right. Like, when I mean yes, the the premise behind Michael Myers is that he's always been evil, but when has that ever come into it? Right. You know what I mean? And another thing too is and I'm not and and I know y'all both gonna be like, Well I am. I'm not here to rip the movie apart, but the stuff that I didn't like and I don't care I've heard Rob argue about this before. Anyway, uh I hate how he makes somebody depressed in this movie. Lori Strode, yes, I get it. She's dealing with crap. But you mean to tell me that every time somebody gets depressed, okay, so now they're spray painting in Charlie We Trust. Now, all of a sudden, she likes Charles Manson. Then she's got the pentagram. Now she's got 666 spray paint all over the wall. Of course, I love the Alice Cooper poster, but then it's like, Sheriff Brackett just let her spray paint her wall and spray paint the bathroom. I'm like, this isn't believable. Now, maybe if it was a crack house, yeah. but it's one of those things where it's like, like if Rob knows people like this, then you need a whole new set of friends, my my friend. I'm sorry. Right, exactly. <laughs> because, like I said, the first scene with the uh, two, what would you call them, the paramedics? Or the well, one, I think yeah. one of them was a paramedic, which was Richard Brake, and yep. then Unser, who, you know, yeah. um, he was a both, both are good actors. Yeah. I really do. I like both of them. But... There was that white trash. It's the shock factor. It's the white yeah. trash talk. Like, if I'm ever in a car with either one of y'all, and y'all start talking about banging a corpse, I'm pulling over <laughs> and y'all's getting out of my car. And that's what I'm saying. I really wonder if Rob, in his freaking mental state, if he's on a tour bus talking about crap like this, because whatever whatever makes Rob write this crap is not right. It, it, what it is is I think he's trying. I think he sits down when he's writing a script, and he's like, what can I put in here? To completely freak people out, let's let's have two it, let's have two people talking about having sex with a corpse. But it don't freak people out. It just it makes you not interested. It's like you either think it's funny or you're just like, why is that in here? Yeah, like there's no in between. It's like you've either got that <clears throat> stupid kind of sense of humor where that dark sense where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, or you're just like, what? There's no place for that in here. But here's here's the thing too, though, we're talking about it. Yeah. Just because we're doing a review. <laughs> right, but good or bad, right. we're talking okay, about Okay, and the other thing, when, when they hit that cow and Richard Brake's laying there, what, how many times? F, yeah. F, 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 and I'm like... Yeah, he probably said that 20, 30 times. And I'm, I'm just sitting there like, and I remember watching it in theaters going, really? You just can't get away from it? <laughs> you well, know? And let, let's talk about the cow for a minute. Okay. All they hit was the cow, right? There's no way... Hitting a cow is going to bring the back end of a van up in the air 15 feet. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> that, that The first thing I was saying, I was like, come on now. That's just not realistic. A cow was on his Wheaties. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. That cow had cement legs. <laughs> but, no, like I said, you could definitely tell that this is more of Rob Zombie style. But there was little things that uh, I had watched where they told him they didn't want to a whole nudity in it. Mm-hmm. And because they told him not to do it, that's why he made the stripper butt naked and run around completely naked. 
that's where I'm like, you're just being a rebellious guy. Being a douche. But I can tell you this, and I wish I could have said something to Tyler Maine. So, Tyler Maine, if you are in uh, listening, because I am going to tag you in this, uh, you did a great job. But they said on the, I think it was the behind the scenes that when he's breaking the bathroom door in to get Lori, you know, when she, when Annie just died, they forgot to put the prop door in. And it was it was really Tyler Maine getting so pissed off he was busting that door down. Could have fooled me. They said he was. They said that it, uh, they forgot to put the the fake one in. You know so he, he really broke that down. And then the guy that made the shed at the beginning where my, uh, where Tyler Maine's breaking through with the axe. They oh, said, the little outpost. Thing. Yeah, yeah. They said that the guy actually made it too well because they didn't know he was just going to destroy it. Yeah. And they said that was another thing where Tyler Maine mm-hmm. was just going town on it. I'm yeah. like, that dude right there could hurt somebody. It's it's funny you bring that up because I remember watching him hit the door like he was trying to break the door down, and I remember the first one how easy the door came apart, and I remember thinking, well, that ain't no prop door. Oh, <laughs> it was supposed to be. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, Tyler Maine sticks out as Michael. Um. They just celebrated this last weekend with the 45 years of uh, Halloween. And, he, and man, I wish I could have. He did, for the first time ever, uh, full costume photo ops. I'm down if he ever does that again. Yeah. But, like I said, he does a great Michael. But let me ask you guys, who would win? His Michael or or Michael and the uh, Halloween Kills? <laughs> mm, I think his. I really do. It hurts me to say it, but yeah, probably. Cause his, Why does it hurt you? Because I like James. Because it's got to do with, <laughs> it got to do with Rob Zombie. Yeah. Hey, no, take Rob Zombie out of the equation. It's it's Tyler no, Maine. Well, Tyler Maine's such a freaking beast of a dude. He's probably close to seven feet tall. He's seven foot eight, I think. Seven foot seven. He ain't seven no, foot. No, not seven. Six eight. Six eight. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I, he's still growing. He's either, he's either six seven or six eight. I was going to say, dude, wait a minute. No, he, no, he ain't, he no ain't bigger than Andre the Giant. He ain't no seven, seven. No, no, he's like six eight or six seven. But no, uh, but that's one thing that he did say, and I'll go ahead and share it with you now. When we met Tyler Maine, uh, we were talking to him about him portraying Michael Myers. And the first time I had ever met uh, Tyler, I asked him, I said, which one do you like better, the first or second one? Of course, he said the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, then when me and Randy was talking to him, you know, Randy was telling him that, you know, uh, he's his favorite Michael and all this stuff. And I said something about my favorite look of Michael is the second one. And I pointed at a picture he had where he's in the hoodie. And he said, I know. He said, I, he said, I like that look. And I said, so many people complain about it. I said, but to me, that's more realistic. And it was funny the way he said it because he kind of dissed on the 2018 version. Mm-hmm. He said something. I can't remember how he worded it, but he was like, yeah. He was like, what am I going to do? Just walk around all the time in a mask looking for my sissy or sister? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember how he said it. Uh, and then he said something about having a doctor help him. But he was, it was a little jab. Yeah. But he was like, but yeah, he's like, I like that about wearing uh the hoodie, and then when he gets pissed, he puts the mask on. I like that. Yeah. Like, I think that's 100% awesome. Yeah. But, it it, it kind of gives... And if I got that wrong, I'm sorry. But I, but you remember, yeah. the, he took a little jab about it or yeah. something. It kind of gives uh, a little weight to the theories behind Michael Myers. The mask gives him power. Because every time, when he really wanted to go crazy, he put the mask on. Mm-hmm. But there were times in this when he was in a hitchhiker get-up, and he just flat-out curb-stomped your dude. Yeah, Wait, yeah, Jeff Daniel Phillips. Yeah, he curb stomped this man. I love after he choke slammed him. Yeah, <laughs> but I love that he's like, "Don't give me no reason." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that man. But and Jeff Daniel Phillips is a pretty tall dude too. Yeah, he didn't look it. Yeah, he didn't look at it in that part. But I'm trying to think because I've met them both and they're about the same height. I think. Well, let's just look it up. All right, but now. Uh, so do you do you have anything you want to share before we do the pulling scale? The what? The pulling scale. Uh, the pulling scale. The pulling. Well, like scale. at the beginning, the uh, operating scene. That was cool. I mean, it's graphic as hell, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's it looked realistic. It wasn't like CGI stuff. It looked like they were really, you know, pulling glass out and stitching her up and pulled off Practical her fingernail. Effects. Yeah. So I mean, he took advantage of that, and I'll say whoever. Uh, does or uh, does the blood or whatever on these movies, like it looks real. It doesn't look like no oh, yeah, fake crap like you'd see in some movies. Just for the information, Tyler Man is actually six eight. 
Jeff Daniel Phillips is 6'4". Really? Okay. And you could have told me he was a whole foot shorter. <laughs> with the way he looked next to him. Well, he had boots on, so maybe. Yeah, man, that's what it you got to remember the boots. Yeah, platforms. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. The the graphics on this one were, I mean, and I know we watched the unrated version, so they. No, it's the same thing at the end. Yeah, oh, is like it? That. Yeah. Well, it was, it was really, it was done really well. Even, even the scenes where it was just like him stabbing stuff. This is what you had kind of asked me before. He, because Johnny asked me, he was like, "Do you like your Michael Myers to be silent, or do you like the?" Uh, uh, and I like that uh, when he was going to stab. I'm so glad uh, you said that. Uh, I am so yeah, glad you said because, that because I mean you have to break it down. I mean Michael Myers is a man. Yeah, he's not supernatural like Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. He's he's a man. So if you get to huffing and a puffing, you're gonna grunt a little bit. I will say, don't you say it. I will say at the end, I didn't know how to feel about it when he said die to Loomis. A lot of fans didn't know how to feel mm-hmm. didn't. I don't know how to feel about that. Because part of me wants to be like, good for you for taking Michael Myers in a completely different direction. Why'd you got to have him talk? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're gonna have them grunt, you might as well. You know what I mean? I, that, when we did our uh, twisted movie. That's what I told you. Like one thing I did like about Michael in this one was like, yes, yeah, that's his rage coming out. Yeah, and yeah. that's why my favorite kill is when he's got the girl by the hair and he's going, oh, oh. and it, and it's not just how he's yelling or grunting; it's how they pulled the camera back and you see him dragging her by her hair. Stab, stab. You hear her crying for a minute. Stab again. Yeah. And the lighting. I like that shot. But anybody he stabbed, he stabbed like fifteen <laughs> times. I was wondering too. I kept, I kept when he would grunt, I'd look over at you to see if you were like rolling your eyes, and you didn't. Yeah. Lisa wasn't. Uh, Jason goes to hell when he's getting shot. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you didn't, you ain't seen. Yeah, oh, that was, that was your boy too. Oh, uh, they wouldn't. That's my girl's boy. What hotter? Yeah. I like Kane Hodder, but yeah. <laughs> you think he's the best, Jason? Probably so. No. You, how long has it been since you've watched Friday 13th? Yay. It's been a while. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> King, King Cursinger is where it's at. No, no, he ain't the that, best. That was my favorite look. Yeah, I remember I remember you saying that. But get it's, off, Jason. It's, it's the same thing, though. He was tall like Tyler Rain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He was huge. Yeah. But no, uh, yeah, like I said... I don't know. It's kind of hard to even talk about it, the good and bad, because then we ain't going to have nothing for the review. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do y'all, are y'all, think y'all's ready for the review, or is there anything else that stuck out to y'all? No, I think most of what I got to say <laughs> is going to be in the review. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then be right back with you guys and gals. What's up, everybody? I'm Brad, a.k.a. Be More Rad. And I hope you come check out my Gaming Gourmet podcast where I bring you real gamers with real experiences in fake worlds. We're going to have a blast and hopefully crack a few laughs along the way doing game reviews, discussions, and of course, a little competition never hurt anyone. To top it off, we're throwing food in the mix to make the conversation even more spicy. So grab your controllers, bring a snack, and come join the fun at Be More Rad's Gaming Gourmet podcast. Until next time... Keep gaming and stay rad. All right, and we're back. So I guess it's time for the pulling scale. The pulling scale? The pulling scale. <laughs> the pu- what the heck was that? <laughs> Last uh, week when we did the pulling scale with uh, Brad, mm-hmm. he's never done it before. And we were like, the pulling scale, the pulling scale. And he, you should have seen his face and the way he said it. He goes, the pulling scale. <laughs> like he didn't know how to do it or whatever. <laughs> All right, so I said I'm going to go first. Yeah, mm-hmm. you kind of stole that from us. Yeah, and then Chris, because I want to hear yours, because you're you're the brand new one that has never seen the movie. I'm the newbie. First thing I got to say, this film, you said you were looking forward to it? Oh, when, uh, in theaters? Yes, you were excited yeah. for this? Until that one trailer, yes. Okay. <laughs> this film is not as bad as It Chapter 2. I'm sticking with that. Mm. I'm sticking. No, Randy, do you agree? That I, it's, yes, that it, it's not as bad as it chapter two. It's not as bad as it chapter two. It chapter two was. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. All right. Yeah, I'll give you that. At least this one knew it was a horror flick. Yeah, it may have had 
eras you didn't like in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it chapter two had no idea what it was. Yeah, I, I'll give you that one. It, right. it chapter two was bad. It was garbage. But <clears throat> okay, I do got some mixed emotions on this, but I'm gonna start with my negatives first. The first negative, and I think she's a tremendous actor, and that's Scout. But in this movie, she's 100% annoying. I like her portrayal as Laurie Strode in the first one, but this one, I get it. She's traumatized. But she, every scene, she cries, she whines, and they gave her the she, they gave her a dirty mouth again. I mean, not again, but in this. Like, she's not even relatable. She's not enjoyable to be around. Uh... I wish we could have got more of Danielle Harris in this one. She's like literally never left the house. And she's a uh, tremendous actress as well. But Scout is the one that when I do rewatch this movie, I almost fast forward all of her scenes, especially with her and her two other friends and the ones where she's bad-mouthing Annie and where she's bad-mouthing the psychiatrist. So pretty much all of her scenes I fast forward. (laughs) Where she is again. (laughs) Like, But in the first one, I was like, I thought she did a pretty good job. I thought that she held up a good, her own version of Laurie Strode. Because, you know, you, you can't, she, there's no way she was ever going to match Jamie Lee Curtis. But anyway, with that being said, the way, and it wasn't her acting, but the way they took her character ruined it. I wish we could have got more of Daniel Harris, like I said. To me, what saved the movie is Brad Dwarf's acting. I love Sheriff Brackett. I liked him in the first one, and I liked him in this one. Granted, maybe he wasn't in it as much as I wanted him to be, but his emotional aspect, like when he sees Annie laying on that floor, that's tremendous acting. And I love my favorite scene with him is when he's sitting there on his front porch and he's pissed. And they're like, hey, there's another body found. Uh, and they uh, there's a car flipped upside down and they saw a huge man walking off with somebody that looks like Lori Strode or with a young girl. And he's like, you want to go check it out? Or you want me to go check it out? And he just shakes his head at him. I love that because he's like, no, this this is mine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take care of him. By the way, ain't that the guy that played Patrick? It is. Okay, so hey, he's playing about. But. What are we going to do? <laughs> um, but anyway, still on my negatives. Um, he brought the white trash back into one of his movies. And I mean, I guess you can say the only white trash movie he never did was The Munsters. <laughs> Honestly. But, like, the first 15 minutes of his original Halloween that a lot of people complain about was in this throughout. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there was some aspects that I do like. I love Tyler Maine's performance in it. I love his look. I think this is one of the best looks of any of the Michael Myers. I just think it's cool. I like the concept of this dude is just traveling. He's a drifter. And I don't even know if y'all seen it, but it looked like he even had, like, a little uh, sleeping bag. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I like that it shows that he kills a dog and eats like that's how he, he's surviving, you know, because that's that's one thing you've always uh, or I've always thought about is like, does Michael not ever eat? You know, like you said, he's a grown man. Yeah. You know, he's just a man. I didn't think about that until we watched that tonight, too, where he was eating on that dog. Was it the original? They found a dead dog in the house and they, yep. and they showed it again on the was it kills at the beginning. Yep. So, yeah, he he was eating dogs. He just jumps in a station wagon and goes through the McDonald's. (laughs) But see, that, but like Chris said, that was a callback to the original one, you know. Uh, Then, like, I didn't really care for the whole uh, Lori, like, when she was eating the pizza and all of a sudden she tasted like what he was eating. Mm -hmm. But then again, if you've never seen Halloween 5, Michael and his niece are connected. Kind of like that. You remember that? But, um... My overall for this film is it's not an enjoyable film to go back and watch all the time. Uh, Honestly, if he would have ended it with the first one, I'd have been happy. I thought he did when he shot, when she shot him in the uh, face at the end of it, I was like, wow, he really just killed Michael. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I thought it was cool. If he would have never made this, I'd have been happy. But then again, I love this look of Michael Myers. And I like uh, Sheriff Brackett in this film. Uh, the music, even though it was not the original score from any of the Halloween movies, like, you know, the same beat and everything, I still feel like he did a good score on it. Uh, man, this rating's going to be so hard. Because, like I said, I, I never <laughs> hardly watch this film. I will say I am one of the people that 
will defend some of it. I think the kill scenes are vicious. I love the way Michael grunts when he's uh, killing. He's to me, he's more violent in this one. Um, as far as the characters based, I don't feel like there was a whole bunch of relatable ones except for maybe Annie and her dad. And I wish we would have got more of the old man in the Java place. Where he was like right on <laughs> sister. Hippie. Yeah, I, I wish we could have got a little bit more of him. <clears throat> now, I don't like the mommy aspect of it. That was 100% bull crap. You know why, and I don't care who hears it and gets pissed off. The only reason he made that was just so he could throw his wife back in there. And that was a complete <clears throat> ripoff of Friday the 13th, in my opinion. You look at that, and then look at part two on Friday the 13th. Kneel down, Jason. Like, he's listening to his mommy. Mm -hmm. He's listening to her. I will say, I did like that the little boy was speaking for Big Michael. You know what I'm saying? I I did. Yeah. I'll wait. Okay. I did like that. But, with that being said, um, I give this movie... Oh, I'm going to give the movie a thumbs in the middle. Because, like I said, I actually do watch it every great once in a while. I just fast forward a lot of it. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a thumbs in the middle. Um, if you've seen the uh, the remake, if you've seen the 2007 remake, I would tell you uh, to stop there if you don't want to see... Like another version of uh, Rob Zombie's other films. Like, cause, you know, Halloween 2007 separated itself from Devil's Rejects, House of Thousand Corpses. This one brought it all right back. But I will say, if uh, so don't watch it. But if you do want to see a more vicious Michael, a more, in my opinion, human Michael, then I recommend you to watch it. But if you want to add it to your collection, that's up to you. But I know a lot of people don't. But I'm going to give this movie... For Brad Dwarf's performance and for Michael Myers, Tyler Maine's Michael Myers version in this, I'm going to give this movie a C. It's higher than I thought you was going to go. It's higher than you thought? All right, so now my brother, the one who absolutely has been waiting for this episode. All right, Chris, have at it. Okay, there are some things I do like about it. What? People always, myself included, always piss and moan about Hollywood. It's not original. I'll give him points for that. It was original. There you go. So there's there's it, that. It was a very original take on Michael Myers. Very much so. <laughs> Saying that, that doesn't mean original is always good. You know, they always say uh, anything that comes after the word but is completely yeah. ignored. Uh, Hobo Michael Myers, I thought the look was cool. We did that for our homemade... Uh, twisted movie we did years and years ago. Uh, the kills are brutal. My favorite one is the face stomp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I said something about it earlier. The hospital scene, cool. And then it just falls off a cliff after that. And then, uh, much like you said, Brad Dorf, uh, the only character that, and Annie are the only two in this movie that you give a crap about. Uh, yeah, his acting is great in this. Uh, Underrated actor, man. He is. And then uh, I really liked Annie. I didn't really notice that until you said something a while ago about it. She never leaves the house in this movie. Never. It's like, I didn't notice that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> go to town or something. <laughs> Watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was the best scene in the movie. was, you know, the most uh, gut-wrenching, I guess. You pretty well knew she was going to die. But it's like, the acting between uh, Scout, that's the one spot in this movie, too, where she's tolerable. I'm and glad you mentioned that, because uh, that was one thing um, that I was going to say on mine is, it's almost like she was annoying through the whole movie, mm-hmm. but they tried to finally make it up, because <laughs> that scene yeah. was, that that was an emotional scene, but go ahead. Uh, oh! Real quick, on my another one of my negatives, I hated what they did with Loomis. No, you can't say that! <laughs> go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Okay, that was stuff that was positive. <laughs> uh, stuff that I just can't stand in this movie. I'll just jump right into what he said. Dr. Loomis. Uh, Randy, you've not seen a lot of the other Halloween movies, but Loomis was the guy you cheered for. Mm-hmm. The 
First he cheered one, for Loomis in the first one. Exactly. And then he did a complete 180 and turned him into a complete douche canoe on here. Yeah. He's like just a perv asking, like, just saying stuff like he's going to beat. Yeah. He's a pervert asking, are you a natural redhead? And then he's like talking about beating his uh, uh, assistant assistant or whatever she is. Like, go wait over there before I beat you. (laughs) (laughs) No, he said, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This is like, oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah, and then, like, the last five minutes, he has a change of heart. It's like, it's too late. You just spent an hour and a half being a douche. I I hope he chops your head off. (laughs) Once again, it's almost like they were like, well, we can't let him go out a bad guy. So they tried to. Yeah, it was stupid. Like, we're supposed to feel anything for Loomis after the whole movie. Uh, Of course, uh, again, you said some of the stuff I was going to say anyway. But Lori, she's just so unlikable in this movie. And I get that she's got, you know, PTSD and all that. But it's like, you're supposed to kind of cheer for her. You're supposed to see her want to survive. And you just don't. It's just... (laughs) It's almost to the point where you don't even care if she gets better. No. Like, she makes no attempt to even get better. Like, she tried to leave town when she found out she was Michael's sister. They should have just left town at the end of the movie. And then, yeah, the the random psychic stuff. I wrote that down in my notes, too, just like Halloween 5. It's just, that was one of the things come up out of nowhere. There was no hint of that that I can remember in the first one, was there? It was just... Oh, he's eating a dog. Oh, my pizza turned into dog meat, I guess. Uh, the little scene where she's laying on the table that I mentioned earlier, it's just a straight-up Rob Zombie music video. As soon as I saw that in the trailer, I, that's what got me like, oh, God, what's he going to do now? Uh, so that was pretty god-awful. And then the stupid screaming and the just loud noises. It'll be all quiet, and then it's just in your face. Just burr, 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 and it's like, oh, my God. Every time I watch this movie, I get a headache. So let me ask you real quick. You saying that there was one part you didn't gripe about while we was watching it. I do think it was unique where they find Annie's body. Mm-hmm. But there, she's like, what the F? She sees everything. And as she's walking through, then it then like it shows Michael tumbling stuff over, breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that the kind of loud you're talking about? Because I did like that part. No, like, it wouldn't annoy me so much if it wasn't throughout the movie. Gotcha. That part was okay. Yeah. But it was just throughout the entire movie, just the loud in-your-face, crank up the volume, yeah. and then let's go quiet again. And then crank it up to 11, and then let's go quiet again. Uh, and then, of course, what he said, the white horse crap. As soon as I saw that in theaters, I was just like, oh, my God, what are we doing? It's horse crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Just like Johnny said, he that was just to get his wife a payday. Plain and simple. The role sucked. I didn't like the whole ghost aspect of it. It's a direct ripoff of Jason. Even little kid Mike, I don't care. It sucked. Don't add it to your collection. <laughs> it's it's in my collection, but that's because it came in a box set. If it wasn't for that, it wouldn't be in mine. Uh, don't watch it. And this is the big old fat F. <laughs> if you was a true fan, you'd just burn it and put Halloween 2018 in there. <laughs> got a point. All right, Randy. <clears throat> Your turn, boss man. All right. So it's a happy medium between Chris's <laughs> just trashy movie and, and I wouldn't even really say it's a happy medium. <laughs> well, screw you, <clears throat> douche. Anyway. <laughs> so I dig Michael's look through the whole movie. I like the mask. I like the hitchhiker look. I like the fact that they show his face. Because that's one of the things like, do you show, you know, an iconic serial killer's face? Do you not? They showed it in uh, the original. The original. It might not have been very visible, but you could see it. Um, I did I did think that the Lori Stroud chick. Stroud. Yeah, she was terrible. You know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle her. She was getting on my nerves. Like, yeah, I just reiterate what you guys said. The only two, and for me, it was really the only one that was somewhat relatable in the whole movie was Sheriff Brackett, because <clears throat> he was the only one that you actually felt for. Maybe it's because, and we've all said it, his his acting is completely underrated. So maybe he was the only one that did a half decent job at the acting. 
The biggest knock for me in this movie is what they did to Loomis. Because that's not Loomis. That's not his personality. I know I've only seen like two or three different Loomises. But Loomis was a doctor that cared. He truly did want the best. And then you turn it around to a complete 180 and turn him into a douchebag that's just worried about money. Mm-hmm. And he's just worried about making sure he's famous and people know who he is. That's not Loomis. I was. I even told you, we were sitting there watching a movie and it was getting close to the end and he was watching TV or something like that. And I was like, dang, I was hoping they were going to kill him. <laughs> because he, I mean, it was just stupid. You don't, no, it's just dumb. Um, graphics were great. I did think the graphics were good. The mommy aspect, hot garbage. And I'll say it again, one of the biggest, the other biggest knock was the fact that any Rob Zombie movie has to have Sherry Moon's face plastered through the entire freaking movie. The only reason that the whole white horse thing and her the mommy thing came up was so he could have a reason to put her in the whole movie. Like, <clears throat> what was the point? That's what I said. I think she's in this movie more dead than she was the last one alive. Yeah, she was. Like, and then why re why add things from the first movie? Why add two things from the first movie with the whole white horse thing? That never happened, or at least they never showed. You know. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna say it was god awful and terrible and all this kind of stuff, but it definitely was nowhere near as good as the first one. Um. I will say I'm going to give it a thumbs in the middle. At least give it a thumbs in the middle. And because it is Tyler Maine, and because his Michael Myers is still great, no matter what happened to the writing around him, and because of Brad Dwarf, and and I'll say the music was a plus for me. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they didn't keep it so original to Michael Myers and to Halloween. Um, because of that, I will give it a C plus. So right under a B? I'll give it like, it's like a 70, probably a 76. Okay. It's like really (laughs) close. Well, and one thing real quick, just, uh, you said Sheriff Brackett was the only one you really connected with. Mm-hmm. I just want to kind of put my two cents in real quick on Annie. The reason I said I think she was because she has been through hell. And you, I feel for her because she don't leave the house. It's just her and her dad. And she's also losing her best friend. And she tries to be nice to her friend. <clears throat> so I said, that, that's why I said I feel yeah. like she was relatable too with her dad. Right Now, the big question is, which ending did you like better? The unrated or the rated? I think they probably should have done a, a little mix of both. Uh, you talk crap about RoboCop. Maine just took as many bullets as RoboCop did. <laughs> In the unrated version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to compare them, though. Because you get the same final scene... But two totally different ways to get there. Mm-hmm. So, here's my thing. <clears throat> I think I like the theatrical version better. But I wish she would have come out and picked a knife up and they would have shot her. And done that whole, hold your fire! Hold your fire! And killed her that way. Then just have her drop on her knees and look at the mask. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that left it open, in my opinion. I like... I, I'm going to say I like the theatrical one better because I like the idea of a the victim of Lori Strode being in a mental institution as opposed to being killed by cops. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to say probably the theatrical version, even though it was kind of cool watching Tyler Mayne throw Loomis through a daggum wall. And see, and I got such, and I really did like the whole where he ripped his mask off and he just looked in the <clears> eyes <throat> and died. Yeah. I, I'm like you. I'm like, do you make Michael talk? Yeah. But it's funny because if you ever watch the thing behind the making of uh, Rob Zombie's first Halloween, that's how the original ended where the cops were shooting him. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't want to go out in a gun blaze and all this. But then he did it on the unrated version on yeah. this one. But, so go ahead. Go ahead. What? 
What do you think? Um, I kind of like that uh, Loomis got sliced and diced. Yeah. Instead of just a stomach knife and yeah. falling over dead. Because he, he deserved that death after this one. Uh, him talking, like, I didn't, I don't care for him showing Michael's face, but I think they showed it too much. Like, once or twice in the movie, I think would have been plenty. And then, you know, just do your angles different or something like that. Like, you know he don't have it on, but I don't think there should have been so many face shots of Michael. And then, uh, yeah, with him talking, it's whatever, I guess. I mean, it don't bother me one way or another, right. really. I will say, uh, how they filmed his face when he was talking to Jeff, Daniel Phillips out there. Mm-hmm. It just showed this eye and the rest of it was all shadowed. Yeah. I think that would be a good way to film it. Mm-hmm. The only part I really liked where it showed his face is where she he's looking at the billboard yeah. in the day. I like that. But then, like, when he's with little Michael, the first time it shows when he sees his mom in the barn, all you see is, is from his nose down, the big beard. If they would have done that, I could see that way better. i tell you one of my favorite shots with Michael's face was at the end when he had the, the mask was ripped up and he was actually in the mask. And he was looking over, I think it it was either at Sherry Moon or it was at Loomis. I don't remember which. But the way his eyes kind of popped in the dark. Mm. And he the mask was dull, but his eyes were like a bright white. That was probably the best shot I've seen. Tyler Maine can do good facial oh, face expressions and stuff. Oh, yeah. Even the way in the first one where they asked <clears throat> Rob, did you make different masks with different like expressions? And he was like, no, that was just the way Tyler would move. I love it. Yeah. But telling a story with his eyes, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, as far as the the Lori ending, I think I'd seen something online where they was, I guess they was wanting Rob to come back. You said for a third, and thank God they didn't, because I wasn't gonna sit through a movie with Lori being, you know, mm-hmm. taking up the mantle. But uh, what did you? You said the unrated version. Rob said that was her dying. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we seen the theatrical, so, yeah, I took that as, she just snapped and was kind of taking up the mantle in that. I know they, that was, uh, the original ending was the unrated version. That's mm-hmm. what uh, they said on the DVD. Brad Dwarf, when he was walking around looking, like when he was staring, that's what he was watching was the unrated ending. That was, mm-hmm. that was filmed. Then they called her back to do the theatrical. If I had to pick one, I guess I would just say that I would do the theatrical. Or not the theatrical, the unrated. Because... It's a definitive ending. <laughs> yes. And I like the fact that she grabs that knife and boom, boom, boom. And it's one of those, hold your fire. And I'll tell you why I like that ending better. Because Randy uh, pointed it out. The first shot, Randy goes, oh, snaps. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's what, to me, that was a good ending. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's... Is specifically focused on they're all three dead. Where now you're like, okay, so now Lori's spinning. But like I said, then again, I do like where he fell against the rack. But do you think he was going to kill her? Is that why he picked that knife up? Or do you think he was going to give it to her? What are you talking about? uh, Michael, when he was... Oh, I thought he was about to stab her in the back. (laughs) Or whip around and cut her throat or something. And that would have been a cool ending, too. What about uh, when she was standing over Loomis? Because... I took it as like, she's about to wear this dude out. Yeah, that's, sure he's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what I liked. Yeah. So did he, I mean, he, he got stabbed in the gut. He was dead. Okay, that's what I was wondering, if yeah. he actually died in the unrated. Yeah. Because they made it look like he died in the original, right? Like he crushed mm-hmm. his head. Oh, and yeah. And then here he comes out on the gurney. Yeah. All right, with that being said, this was our review on Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Um, very different opinions. Uh, three different opinions, but... Then again, we all kind of fell in line. Chris, I knew where you was going with it. Uh, but that being said, you're getting a bonus episode, which we're filming this, or we're recording this, uh, what is today, the 3rd? Yep. Uh, this episode's coming out Friday the 13th, which next ep- but we're going to have a Friday the 13th bonus episode, which me and Randy will be reviewing Friday the 13th Part 2. But the very first one with Jason as an adult, I think this has one of the best cast of kids. I love Jason's look with the sack uh, mask. And, um, have I'm you ready- seen that one? No. Yeah, I have. I thought you said you haven't seen that. I have. Okay. Uh, but that's going to be <clears throat> that. And then the final episode of uh, October is going to be 
us talking about the Halloween franchise celebrating 45 years since the original one, and we're going to kind of pick our own timelines and stuff. So Randy's got a couple he's got to watch between now and then. Probably not going to happen. You could get yeah. dedicated. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> but anyway, I told him that he just needs to watch part two and four. Hey, are y'all having a couple... Was that going to be like a, a round table type thing for the 45? I don't know. I thought you said something back in the summer about it. Oh, I don't like know. Like having people over for... Uh, I don't know. I like a, that what do you call it? Like a horror talk about it. Maybe if I can get some people. I don't know. But that being said... uh be sure to check out our other episode, our bonus episode of Friday the 13th, Part 2. And we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And as always, remember to st stay scared. Stay spooky. <laughs>